take your Bibles this morning and turn with me to Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14. We're going <clears> to <throat> look at the, um, the, the apostle, the disciple that we know the most about. Uh, that, that is, his name is mentioned so many times in the Gospels and in, and in, uh, in the New Testament as a whole. <clears throat> more than any other of the twelve. More than any other of the apostles. So, so this morning I want us to look at... And, and, and there's so many passages that, that speak about who Peter uh, was. And, and, but, but I went to this one. I went to this one. And uh, we, we really get an idea here uh, of who, who he was. Uh, and then we'll mix in some other, other passages and, and accounts and so forth. But uh, Simon Peter, that's uh, uh, one of the twelve we're going to look at this morning. Um, take in your Bible, Matthew chapter 14, beginning with verse 24. And the Word of God says, But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Uh, and in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, or, or be courageous. It is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And so he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, and he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. And immediately, Jesus stretched out his hand and called him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Father, thank you for your word this morning and thank you for uh, this time that we can just just uh, hear what you have to say through your word and, and father i pray that your holy spirit would uh, impart your word and then speak into our lives the truth from your word today father right now i die to self and and humbly beg you to so fill me with your spirit that you might preach your word through me give us ears to hear what you have to say for your glory and for our good. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So out of that larger group of followers, the larger group, more than the 12, out of that larger group in Mark chapter 3, and where Jesus said, he, he, out of them, he appointed 12. And, and, and we looked at that last week. 12 men that he could pour his life into to teach and to instruct them so that they could, as Luke said, turn the world upside down. They followed him without second thought. They left businesses, families, friends, all behind. And, and for reasons that they, they really could not explain at the moment. And, and today we're going we're to look at Peter, the unofficial uh, undesignated leader of these 12 men. Uh, <clears throat> the, so, some facts about, about Peter. And again, there's just so much uh, written about him in, in the New Testament. His name was Simon Bar-Jonah. 
uh, Bar meaning son of, and, and Jonah was his father's name. So it was, it was Simon, the son of Jonah, or Jonas. Uh, Jesus gave him the name or the nickname Peter, which means literal. Paul refers to him as Cephas. That's just, that's just another uh, uh, word for, for Peter. So, so Jesus called him Peter, which means a little rock, a little sliver of a rock uh, off, of the, off of a bigger rock. All right, But that's who he said Peter was. Peter was a fisherman. Peter was a fisherman along with his brother Andrew. Peter was a married man. Uh, Luke chapter 4 verse 38 it speaks of Jesus healing his mother-in-law uh, so, so he, was, he was married none of the other apostles uh, does the Bible say that they were married but, but we know Peter was because of that reason um, there, there's, a, there's a passage in I believe it's 1 Corinthians that, that, that also mentions this uh, that Peter uh, was married so um, Peter is mentioned more than any other name except for Jesus in the gospel. So Jesus has the most mentions in the gospel. Peter's number two. He's the only disciple to ever walk on water. Of course, Jesus walked on water. Peter was the only disciple, the only, only man, the, the only apostle ever to walk on water. Peter speaks more than any of the other disciples. He confesses Jesus as Lord more than the others. And although they all denied him when he was arrested in that they ran away, none denied him more, more publicly than Peter did. Peter was the only disciple that Jesus referred to as Satan. And he was praised more by Jesus than any of the others. There's just so many more interesting uh, things about about Peter, and and we could literally make a uh, develop a series of messages just about this man, Peter. Uh, I mentioned that Jesus had given him the name Peter, and often called him Peter, uh, but Jesus also called him Simon, right? Sometimes he called him Simon Peter, and then sometimes he called him Peter. The, the references to him calling him Simon were, were uh, 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 settings where he was acting like the old man, right? Like, like he used to act. And Jesus would call him Simon. But when he calls him Peter, he's, he's speaking to Peter as that new man, that new person. And so it's interesting the times that, that Jesus called him Simon and Simon Peter and Times when he called him Peter, you go back and study that. Sometimes it's 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 interesting. But I want to I want to share with you three more uh, uh, characteristics of Peter and who he was. Again, there there's so many more. But I, I want to share uh, three this morning. First of all, his curiosity. All right, he, he was a he was a curious man. He, he, was, he was, if you look at verse 28, and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. He, he wanted to know, he wanted to experience uh, that it wasn't just about being next to Jesus. It was about walking as Jesus walked. This man, Jesus, our, our teacher, our Lord, he's walking on water. I want to do that. I want to experience that. 
And, and, and it says that, that Peter answered him. Well, Jesus didn't ask a question, but Peter, Peter answered him and said, Lord, Lord, command me to come to where you are. And Jesus said, all right, come. He didn't say, all right. He just said, come. And so he climbs out of the boat and begins to walk on water. Now, he, he was curious. He, he wanted to experience something new. Have you ever wanted to experience something new? I mean, just, just something that's, maybe it's a food, maybe it's a restaurant, maybe it's something you heard about. Boy, I'd, I'd just like to, you know, i just like to see what it's like. Right? Uh, we, we are, we are uh, uh, creatures of habit. Uh, we, we, we like to eat at the same places all the time. You know, it's like we know the menu. And, it, and it's almost like, uh, we can walk in the door and, and, and they have our drinks waiting us on the table, you know, uh, which is water, by the way. But uh, uh, I, I remember in, in Delville going to the diner to eat breakfast a lot. And, and they'd see me park and walk towards the door so there was a Diet Coke on the table and when, I, when I got there. Yeah, they just, you know, do you want to try something different? No, no, not anything different. <laughs> yeah. But aren't, aren't we like that sometimes? We, 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 we always don't want to try something new, something different, experience something different. Um, but then again, aren't we like that in that we, that we do want to experience things different. We do want to try new things from time to time. Well, Peter, that was Peter. That was Peter. He'd been on the water all his life. And, and Jesus is walking on the water. I want to do that. I want to experience that. And so, and so he did. He did. And then on the, in Matthew chapter 17, another, another instance on the Mount of Transfiguration with uh, Peter and, and a couple of disciples and Jesus. And they, they saw Moses and Elijah. And, 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 and Peter was like, wow, this is great. This is good. It's good that we're here experiencing this. And, of course, then Peter wants to build something. Let's, let's build a building. Let's build, a, let's build an altar so we can worship here. He wanted, he wanted to experience new things. So he was curious. He was curious. And, and then he was also curious not just to experience and do things new uh, that were new, but he, he was curious to know something new. He, no, no apostle asked more questions than Peter asked. No, none of the other apostles asked more, more than the others combined. Peter asked more questions. He, he wanted to know more. He, he, was that, he was that person that, that, that you could explain something to him. And uh, he said, all right, I got it. Now, wait a minute. What about this and what about that? I just want to be clear. I, I just want to know. Whereas others would hear what the instructions of Jesus and they'd go on and, and just know that that's, that's the way it is and I'll do it. But Peter was, yeah, but, but wait, what about this? What about that? Peter asked Jesus, uh, Lord, how often shall I forgive my brother that sins against me? Uh, up to seven times? He said he wants to know. He wants to know more. And then in Matthew chapter 19, verse 27, uh, Peter, Peter says, Look, Lord, we have left all to follow you. Therefore, what shall we have, or what, what shall be our reward? What shall we get for that? 
He always wanted to know more than John 6, 68. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of life. And so he's always asking these questions because he just wants to know more. He wants to experience more. And the fact is, Peter was asking questions and doing things that the rest of the disciples, deep down inside, they really wanted to do it themselves but were afraid to ask. They really, they really would have liked to know what it feels like to walk on water, but they were afraid to get out of the boat. Right? You, you, know, you know, people like that back in school, they're, you're, I know I, with, for me anyway, I'm sitting in college or seminary, and high school didn't matter so much, but college and seminary, um, uh, you know, somebody, and the professor, leader would ask, you know, are there any questions? And I think, oh, I got a lot of questions, but I'm not going to ask. And, and, and you hope somebody else would ask the question that you want the answer to. And, and when they did, you were glad they asked. I think that's the way some of the apostles were uh, from time to time. Peter was asking those questions that deep down inside, they really wanted to ask, but were afraid to ask. And it's like, boy, I'm glad you asked that. Can you, can you imagine when they get alone and, 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 and away a little bit? Boy, I'm glad you asked that. I was wanting to know the same thing. What was it like to walk on water? I, I wanted to do that, but I was afraid to get out of the boat. What, what was that like? You know? But disciples are learners. That's what the word means. Disciples are learners. Disciples want to know more. The others were, 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 were just as curious, but, but there's more evidence uh, recorded for us of the curiosity of Peter. He was asking the questions. He was experiencing the new things. He was a man of curiosity. Secondly, he was a man of confidence. He's a man of confidence. Look at verse 29 to 31. And so Jesus said, come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous and, and he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and called him and said to him, oh, you a little faith. Why did you doubt? He lacked, he lacked faith. He didn't lack confidence, right? Now, now his confidence was, was misguided. All right. he, he had more confidence in himself and his abilities than he did the, in, in Jesus and his abilities, right? He was self-confident. He, he, he left the boat, walked on water, and then when he took his eyes off Jesus, he sank. And Jesus says he rebukes his little faith, which, which means a lack of The word literally means a lack of confidence in Jesus. He had confidence in Peter. He didn't have much confidence in Jesus. At first and, and often during his walk with Jesus, Peter was an illustration of self-confidence. But we have learned so much from his self-confidence. And in this case, his self-confidence came up short, and it always will. It always will. We have more confidence in ourselves and our abilities than we do in God, then we'll always fall short. Peter, Peter boasted that he would never forsake Jesus. I'll never deny you. That's crazy. But then Jesus told him he would. In fact, he says, you'll deny me three times before the rooster crows. 
He was, he was confident in himself. I'll never do that. And Jesus said, oh, yes, you will. You will. And his self-confidence is also seen when, when, when after the Lord's Supper, Jesus and disciples went out in the garden. Judas was gone, but the, the others went out into the garden. And, 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 and Peter, James, and John, went, we know, went a little bit farther. And Jesus told them to stay here, watch, and pray. And they fell asleep. And Jesus came back three times and said, I told you to, to stay awake and pray. But they just couldn't. And I, be, I believe that, that this is because Peter was so confident in himself that he would never deny Jesus. He wasn't, there wasn't an urgency uh, to Peter to, to, to pray to God and, and, and watch out. Uh, he said, I, I, I'll never deny him. I'll never deny you. There was no urgency. And he was, he was self-confident, had confidence in himself that he would never deny Jesus. So, so he was, he was self-confident. But then later on in his life, we, we find that he's no longer self-confident. Now he's spirit-confident. His confidence now is in God. It is in Jesus. It is in the Holy Spirit. He's not relying on what he can do and his ability any longer. He, he's, he, now he's confident in the work of the Spirit. And Acts chapter 3 is a, is a great illustration of that. Beginning with verse 6, uh, Peter and John were going to the, the temple to, to worship, and there's a lame man outside begging. And Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. There are no limits to what God can do through a person who is focused on him and relying on him. And their confidence is in him. Peter said, I've got nothing to offer you, self. There's nothing I can give you that's going to help you. But here's what I can give you. I can introduce you to Jesus. And if you'll take my hand, he'll lift you up and you'll walk. You see, Peter's confidence was no longer in what he could do, but in what God could do. He was a man of confidence. And then thirdly, he was a man of courage. Verse 29 says, And when Peter had come down out of the boat. Courage. Unguided courage. But courage. The wind and the water were stirred up. The waves were, were, were crashing against the boat. The, the wind was boisterous. You know, we don't use that word so much. It was blowing, right? And, and, and it was rocking the boat. And the waves were crashing. And, 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 and this wasn't a cruise ship. This was a small uh, wooden boat, right? And so Peter starts to climb over the side of the boat. And, and, and you can see, you know, not everybody's going to rush over there because the boat will turn, so they'll come over here and let him go. <laughs> but notice it says he got down out of the boat. What courage. What courage to get out of a perfectly good boat <laughs> in the middle of the sea. But he was the only one. 
No one else tried. They probably thought he was crazy, and, and they probably told him that. <laughs> but then they all learned a great lesson at Peter's expense. But they learned a great lesson. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Focus on him. Because when Peter began to pay more attention to his circumstances than the Lord, that's when he began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. And Jesus reaches down and pulls him up. I, I, did they walk? Uh, did Jesus carry him then to the boat on top of the water? I, I, I don't know. The next thing we know is they, they got in the boat. When Jesus was, um, when he came walking to him on the water, verse 27, he says, Be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. And that word for good cheer means courage. Be of good courage. Don't be afraid. Sometimes, sometimes we are more guided by fear than we are by courage. Sometimes we're more guided by, by fear and doubt than we are the, 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 the power and the ability of our Lord. We make decisions sometimes out of fear. Well, if I, if I decide to do this, or, or, or if I decide to do this or that, or, 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 if, we, or if we as a small group uh, decide to make a change that will affect the bigger group, we, we start to think, tell me if I'm wrong, we start to think, what is this person going to say? What are they going to think? What if, what if this decision causes them to leave the church, you know, and so forth and so on, and we begin to make decisions out of fear? Instead of following what God says to do. Jesus said, come. So, so he's a man of courage. Jesus rebukes him. Says, oh ye of little faith, why did you doubt? But the lesson is to keep your focus on Jesus. And then when Jesus was arrested in the garden, all right, when he was arrested, all the disciples were there. Judas came with the, with the, with the uh, uh, religious uh, authorities and, 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 and men with weapons. And he came and Judas kisses him on the cheek and identifies uh, Jesus as Jesus. You remember what Peter did? He took out a knife. Some translations say he took out a sword. And he swung it. And there's a, a, a poor soul there named Malchus. And I don't know if he ducked. I don't know, I don't know how he, how he uh, you know, what he did. I, I think Peter was probably trying to chop his head off, but he, he moved and he, he got his ear instead. Courage. Misguided, but courage. Men with weapons all around. And Peter takes out a sword and cuts off one of them's ear. Courage. Without thinking. Sometimes it, it takes more courage to not do something sometimes than it does to do something. Sometimes the most courageous people uh, are followers of Christ are, are, are those that, 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 that don't, that don't, Act in haste. 
But courage holds them back to the right time. Jesus was standing there, the, the, the perfect example of courage. He knew what was coming. And he was, had such courage that he didn't do anything but heal the ear of Malchus. Courage. But then there's purposeful courage. Peter was, was often had this misguided or unguided courage, just in haste. He, he, he speaks, he does before he thinks about it. And, 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 but, but then later on we see that his courage has changed. In Acts chapter 4, verse 18, Peter and John had been arrested for preaching the gospel. And so the religious leaders called them and commanded them not to speak at all or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened him, they let them go, finding no way of punishing them because of the people, since they all glorified God for what had been done. And then a little bit later in verse 33, Acts chapter 4, it says that and with great power the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. They were arrested for preaching the gospel. They were threatened and told, don't ever do it again. And Peter said, we're going to do what God tells us to do. And so, so they went out, and what did they do? They started preaching the gospel again. And it just lit a fire under all the apostles, and they were preaching the gospel. And with the threat against their life, they, pre they had courage to do. Now, that's the time to do. That's not the time to sit back and wait. That's the time to do. And when it's time to do, be of good cheer, be of good courage. Step out of the boat and come on. John Wayne once said, Courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway. Courage. It's not living without fear, but it's living in spite of fear. He was a man of courage. He was a man of curiosity and, and, and a man of confidence. And all of that Peter learned by following Jesus. And by following Jesus, Jesus was preparing him for what lie ahead. And the same is true for, for you and I. Every, every time we open God's Word, every time we worship together, every time we, 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 we pray and we share and, and all these things that we study in God's Word, He is preparing us for what's coming. He was curious. He wanted to learn all He could. He wanted to know more. We live in a day where most uh, uh, Christians, most church members don't even read their Bible every day. Except when they get to church on Sunday. How are we going to learn more if we're not studying the book? He, he was curious. He, he was also confident. He was confident in himself and his abilities, but he became confident in Jesus and lived a life of submission to his lordship. Many people today live in the, in, in the realm of, of, um, of uh, self-confidence, only doing what they have the ability to do. 
God wants us to be confident in him. He was curious, confident, and courageous. He was unguided and reckless, some in his courage. But he became courageously righteous. He preached and ministered in the midst of great opposition and persecution. In his letter to the scattered Christians that we're looking at on Sunday nights right now, he instructs them to have hope, to focus on Jesus, to not give up, and to stay true to the Lord because he has given you a living hope. And we could take that and the, and the first things that he says in, in the letter of 1 Peter, and we could, we could go back and, and, and look at parallels to his life and how he didn't get it then, but now he gets it. The, the learner is now the teacher. The disciple is now the disciple maker. Tradition tells us that Peter was crucified upside down by Nero. Scripture doesn't tell us that, but, but, but tradition, history does. Tradition and history also tells us that his wife was executed just before he was. In Fox's book of Martyrs, the writer says, As Peter saw his wife being led away to her death, he yelled to her to remember the Lord Jesus. And she gave her life, and then he gave his life. The man who once denied ever knowing Jesus became the man who denied himself and some 30 years later laid down his life for the cause of Jesus, just like he told Jesus he would do. He's a man of curiosity, wanting to learn all he could learn. He's a man of confidence. Confident in himself at first, but later confident in his Lord. He was courageous. And he lived that out the rest of his days for some 30 years. Are you growing in your walk with Jesus? I mean, are you, are you, are you desiring to grow? Are you studying his word? Are you going beyond your, your, your Sunday school lesson? Are you, you going beyond uh, a, a daily uh, uh, devotion in a, in, a, in a booklet that gives just a little bit? Are, are you digging deeper? You're plowing deeper in the Word of God, praying, wanting to know more. Are you more confident in your ability or His abilities? And are you courageous in following after Him? Some people are so comfortable in the boat that they fear moving toward Jesus if it means getting out of the boat. And it means getting out of the boat. He would have walked by, one, one gospel writer says. He would have walked by, past him, had not Peter called out. When you're sinking in the stormy water, Jesus will always be there to lift you up. But if you keep your focus on him, 
He won't allow you to sink. Peter, a learner, became a teacher. A man of, of unguided courage became an example of courage to the early church. A man of, of, of great self-confidence. He, he became confident in his Lord. and Peter. How much like him are we? Or you? And how much more do we want to be like Jesus? Pray with me. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word and thank you for uh, this time in your word and this, this look at Peter. And God, he, he, he is one that, that there's so much about his life, not everything about his life, but so much about his life I can identify with. This, this uneducated fisherman began to follow a, a, a teacher that he really knew not much about, a little bit, not much. And he left his business to follow him and... and, and This man, Peter, will one day lay down his life as a living testimony of what God can do in a person's life. This, this uneducated fisherman. And Father, I, I'm, I'm convinced that if and if you could do something like that, if you could so change Peter's life, then you could change mine. You, you, you could give me such courage and, and give me such wisdom and give me such confidence in you, and, and you have. But, Father, there's just sometimes that I see myself more like Simon than Peter. More like the old man and not the new. So, Lord, help me to be more like Peter and, and ultimately be more like you. For your glory and for our good, for my good, and for the good of your church and your people. Father, help us to keep our eyes on you, to focus on you. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim. Lord, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's stand.